Do you enjoy listening to multiplayer podcast content? Do you want to help support the show so we can continue to independently deliver two shows each week? Do you also want access to our exclusive Discord server so you can come game with us and make suggestions for future shows? Well, what are you waiting for? Head on over to MultiplayerSquad.com or click on the link in the podcast description to come join us on Patreon. We appreciate all of you for listening and subscribing. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, squadmates, and welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are excited to have you guys here with us today while we have some family-friendly conversations about gaming. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast with whatever app you're using, and also remember to rate our podcast five stars and write us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does go a long way to help the show. Since today is Thursday, that means that we are going to be talking about This Week in Gaming. Some of it might be the games that we've been personally playing in the last week. Some of it might be about gaming news that dropped over the last seven days. But I am your host, Paul, and with me is my expedition partner, as long as one of us didn't DC from Outriders first. It's Josh. Oh, man. So, you know, our Outriders (laughs) episode came out on Monday, and being that this is Thursday, uh, (laughs) it's... Nothing's better, man. You know, I had to change uh, uh-huh. my build completely so that I could play without game breaking bugs. Yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy. We just recorded that episode four days ago, and I feel like there is still so much new information about Outriders since we recorded. We could do a whole nother show at this point, but I feel like for us, the bugs have really only gotten worse. Um, You mean for me? Right. Oh, for all of us. Yeah. That's but especially true. for you. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, was it uh, yesterday or the day before? I like, we were trying to play. We had three of us on. We were amped up to conquer some expeditions. And I, I, I was, my guy was just broken, dude. Either I was invisible, I couldn't shoot, I couldn't use any of my skills, or I couldn't move because one of my skills would break my character's movement. To where I could only move around the map by dodge rolling, and that was it. Yeah, and I was going to say it's not that you couldn't move, yes. but you were rolling everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> which is not fun no. when your character's bugged out. Yeah, I've been having a lot of bugs lately too. The worst one being that I will be trying to res someone, and a character will knock me back, but my little res counter keeps going. But then it completes and the res doesn't happen. So it's just another one of those UI bugs. I can never tell, should I let go and start the res again? Or is this one actually going to get through? And it can be pretty frustrating when you're trying to play in the heat of combat. Here I thought you were just teasing me, Paul. I thought it was like this, like, oh, I'm going to res you. (laughs) No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to res you. No, okay, I'll res you. You know? Yeah, and and I feel like another huge change since the last time we talked about it, I was bemoaning the fact that I picked the Devastator class. And Josh, I figured out a build that's oh, been working build pretty broken, well. Man, that's <laughs> what I thought you were going to talk about when you were talking about there's still bugs in the game and I was like, yeah, how broken your melee Devastator build is. <laughs> so how would you describe my Outrider style now with my Devastator build? Oh, it's just run around and punch everything in the face and smash things. Like, it's nuts to me where I actually have to, like, aim at things and pull the trigger and shoot stuff. 
I just uh-huh. see you just stomping <laughs> across the battleground like a sheer madman, mm-hmm. just obliterating everything in your path. And what's goofy is now, in my defense, I've been playing around with a lot of builds that I want to try to make work that are not like meta builds, right? I get tired of the stupid meta builds like every trickster is running them it's like the only viable build and i say hogwash to that like i want to invent a build (laughs) that works really well that other people haven't thought about i've always liked off meta type stuff right like in overwatch i started playing may long before may got really good um and in my defense through my experimentation sometimes my contribution to the team is not so good (laughs) (laughs) Or you will be very frustrated with your build in progress. Yes. So, my, like, Andy exactly. Andy has really laid into you a bit that, oh, another build. What do you hate about this one, Josh? It's true. <laughs> it's true. But I'm a uh, I'm a little bit of a mad scientist. And so I will figure it out. I think I'm onto something good here. Um, but it's crazy because we'll run, even, even if I have a build that I think is working well, we'll run an expedition and your damage is twice what my damage is. And that is broken, Paul. Sometimes at least twice. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes even more. <laughs> I didn't want to get specific on the math. Yeah. I am basically just the Hulk at this point. I am just doing Hulk smashes literally every half a second. And I will just use my teleport dash ability, start smashing everyone around me, and just rinse and repeat over and over. It might sound like it would be boring just running around punching everything, but it's actually a lot of fun and it's really chaotic and wild and I love it. So I'm very happy right now that I'm the Devastator and I'm a little bit scared that People Can Fly are going to nerf this type of build horribly and I'm really nervous about that. They nerfed Tricksters already because of the anomaly rounds and... I mean, that was during the whole like inventory wipe thing. So, Paul, I'm going to, I'm going to make a, a, a prediction that a week from this show, your build will be nerfed. I'm going to make a prediction that one week from now, I will quit Outriders <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> it doesn't mean they're going to like nerf it into not being viable, but you are putting out an insane amount of damage. Oh, it's too funny. I love it. So, you know, before we move on to the next topic, I did run across a news story that I think you did as well that really made me laugh when I read the headline. But I saw that there was a Reddit user by the name of ToasterOven47 who posted that he found his local crash save data. So, like, if the game ever crashes where it says save and close or save and send your crash reports, because this game is known for crashing a lot. I am intimately, I am, um, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Intimately uh, aware, right? Very intimately aware (laughs) of the Unreal Engine 4 Crash Reporter. I think it's now my most used program in the last seven days. It pops up continually. So this guy went and found out that the crash save data, which is just text, is using up 23 gigabytes of his hard drive. They don't make it to where you can just close the crash report. You have to send the crash report. You can't, uh, uh, you know, short of just like control alternate deleting and force closing the task, there's not like you can't click the X 
and be like, yeah, I don't really want to send this crash report. It's either crash and restart or, cra- or, or crash and restart. <laughs> well, that <laughs> that restart is accurate. You're not wrong. Close, and that's it. <laughs> so you have to send these crash reports. And I mean, I guess I always just thought that once it's sent, it's sent. Like that goes to the developer and it doesn't matter to me at that point. No, it just clutters your hard drive apparently for forever. So I went and looked up mine because my game crashes a lot. And this is not even saving anything when you have to alt F4 or control alt delete force it closed because the game stops working, but it didn't actually crash. It, d- it didn't recognize the crash. So I went and looked to see how much my folder is taking up on my hard drive and it's 4.78 gigabytes 4.78 let me see this is under the users uh madness App folder. Data, oh local, my madness paul How no much? lie my crash folder <laughs> is 7.41 gigabytes <laughs> i have 7.41 gigabytes of crash data that's crazy. So I don't know why this is not some kind of temporary folder that is immediately erased when you restart your computer, but just the sheer fact that you and I have that many crashes, that we have that much saved data, and yet we're still playing the game, and we're still dealing with all these bugs, really just highlights how much we love the gameplay. But people can fly, please just debug and figure this game out, because we just want to play without all the random crashes. I don't think it's too much to ask for. The the my my best date of crashes was on uh, four eight. I had seven <laughs> crashes uh, between eight thirteen and nine twenty six. <laughs> I crashed seven <laughs> times in an hour. Oh, oh my goodness! Man. Yeah, I, I mean it. It is a testament. Like we even talked about it after this recording. We're going to play some more. I it, I'm having so much fun with this game. I haven't had this much fun on a release in a while. Cyberpunk super bummed me out and disappointed me. So it is a testament that we continue to just want to play this game instead of like shelving it for a month and then coming back when hopefully they fix things. But I mean, the other day it was frustrating. Like, honestly, my character was so broken. I couldn't play in any semblance of normalcy. It does get frustrating, but even with that frustration, I'm still looking forward to playing um and so it is it is a testament to the game i mean honestly there's not many games out there that could have these kind of issues and still elicit that kind of response yeah i completely agree with everything you just said it's pretty wild so this week when we are not playing outriders multiplayer i wanted to have a single player game that i could turn to and previously it was hearthstone battlegrounds but once i hit that new milestone of my SR. I just haven't touched it since. And so I decided to pick up another game that I just happened to run across on Reddit. And it's a game called Not For Broadcast. Have you ever heard of this game or do you know anything about it? I have never heard of this. I have never seen this game mentioned anywhere. This is, I'm assuming, an indie developer Paul type game. Kind of. So it's not like a normal game per se. It's more of a simulator. But basically, you are running a broadcast booth for a news channel. And so as they are doing interviews for the news and they're running segments, you control what cameras are being used. And then the best part of the game is when you have to censor the content 
that would not be okay to go over the airwaves. So you are hearing the interviews in real time, and then the actual tape is about two seconds delayed, and you can hear both in your headphones. And so as you hear stuff come through, you have to edit the content and change the cameras. You got to show whoever's talking, but then also turn away from people who might be doing something inappropriate. And I actually ran across just a clip of someone who had played this game, and there's a guy who's wired up with his mic, and apparently the battery pack starts shocking his private area, and he starts screaming, it's shocking me, and he's he's cursing, and he's describing where it's shocking him over and over, and it just, the guy who was playing is just cackling, because it's just so funny as he's editing every time the guy is cursing, and then it shows one of the interns run out, and they're like trying to remove the battery pack. So the guy's standing there in his boxers because he has to like pull his <laughs> pants down. And so I was like, what is this? And then I see in the comments, it's a video game. So I had to just go pick it up and, and mess around with it. I don't know that the game's necessarily all that fun, but it's definitely like a novelty game that's pretty funny for a couple hours. I don't think I'm going to play it anymore, but it's very much my kind of just silly humor kind <laughs> of game. That's a glowing review in the, uh, I don't think I'm going to play it anymore. Yeah. But <laughs> Quite honestly, it's the kind of game that you could just watch some funny clips on YouTube and you get the full experience. You don't really have to even play it. But what a funny idea for a game. I thought I'm, it was pretty I'm clever. I'm watching gameplay footage of this game as you're talking, and it legit looks like you're in an old school, like, 70s or 80s, like, mm-hmm. broadcast booth. And you're just controlling the buttons to, to like, control what's on screen. And then it's all live actors and these weird recorded live skits and stuff this this looks legitimately really strange man although the reviews are overwhelmingly positive which is also really odd for something that looks like this i yeah the, yeah the reviews are crazy high it, but they is, also like during the segments so you'll switch off from the live feed literally to a vhs tape that you popped in but then if you go back to camera one you can hear like the news anchor railing on the cameraman and yelling at the team. And so like you can watch that happen behind the scenes, but then you can also like just choose to air that on the live radio. <laughs> and of course it'll tank your score because at the end of every 15 minute segment, it'll give you a rating of how it went. But what a silly game. How do you find these games, man? <laughs> like, I mean, that one was just a random post on Reddit. I think it was under funny. And I just saw it. It made me laugh. And then I saw it was a game. And I was like, well, I have to buy that. So, yeah, just by sheer chance, ran I mean, into it. Our job is to find games and talk about video games and stuff. But it's like <laughs> you have this like hidden well that you can like tap into to find games that I would never in a million years come across. And then the fact that you're willing to actually buy these to try them out is pretty impressive because <laughs> I would look at this game and go, yep, like all these people on Reddit are talking about it, but this looks terrible to me. I'm never paying 20 bucks for this thing. <laughs> right. I, I do have a gift. I mean, I was the one who ran into Say No More That's very months true. ago, which, by the way, has officially released. <gasps> so it did come out like a week or two ago. Wow. 
All right, so that's what I've been doing in my gaming time. Have you been playing any single-player games lately, or are you just rolling with Outriders? I, it's funny, man, because I eat at my desk a lot, and I like to have a game that I can play while I'm eating and just kind of chill and kick back. And I've actually been playing Hearthstone again, which is goofy, because I swore off Battlegrounds as this like terrible, I'm done with this, I never want to play it anymore, <laughs> I hate this RNG stuff. But then I started playing the duels mode. So it's, oh, okay. it's, it's like, you know, it's battlegrounds, but one V one. And so as you progress through wins, you get new cards and new, you know, synergies and things like that. And I've actually been having a good bit of fun with that. I, it's not quite as RNG based. Uh, so it doesn't frustrate me quite as much, but that's legit the only like single player thing I've even dabbled in lately. Just because yeah. I've either been playing Outriders or I've been playing Rocket League when I want something a little bit change of pace. But those two games are like the only two games I've been playing lately. I, I'm a bit into the uh, I'm, I'm deep into those. So I wish I was joking, but I also dabble a fair amount into Minesweeper. I pull it up at least twice a day and just Do knock out really? one or two games on expert. It's, yeah, it's good yeah. for the brain, man. It keeps you it keeps you sharp. <laughs> All right. So as far as the news goes this week, there wasn't a whole lot that we wanted to hone in on. But one of the first things that you had posted and wanted to talk about was Resident Evil Village. Dude, they so I guess like there's a Resident Evil a thon or some kind of convention going on. There's a ton of Resident Evil news that's coming out. I, I have really enjoyed the old school Resident Evil games. I, in recent years, have kind of fallen out of love with Resident Evil. I, I don't know if it's just that I started playing other stuff or it's just like, yeah, that, you know, that series has just gotten old to me or whatever. But Resident Evil Village legit is looking pretty good, man. Like they just released a new trailer. They're showing off a little bit more of the gameplay. They're showing off more of the characters. I love the whole like vampire versus werewolf thing and you know these like these monsters and stuff like that. So the theme behind it is right up my alley and it just looks really good. I have not actually been excited for a Resident Evil game in years and years and years and I am very very likely picking this game up to play it. Oh yeah, I definitely will. It'll just be a matter of where I pick it up on. I'll be really tempted to play it on my PS5 but I, I might get it for PC. I think the last Resident Evil game I was actually looking forward to was 5, because of how good 4 was. And I know we talked about it a little bit on our episode on the horror genre, but the Resident Evil games just went into this like crappy first or crappy third-person shooter world for quite a while, and it seems like after 7, they've kind of gone back to their roots. I thought that this new trailer and the last couple have really teased out an interesting storyline also. Yeah. Because normally I don't care a whole lot about Resident Evil stories, but this one in particular is very mysterious, a lot of interesting people, and I feel like they've given us just enough that we don't really know anything, but it's enough to draw me in and know that I want to start solving these mysteries. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely going to be, like, twists to the game. They're, they're Like, the overall, like, atmosphere... And the trailers that they're showing and the characters that are involved, I get the sense that there's really going to be a lot of discovery about the characters and what's going on and your character kind of figuring that out, which I really like because I like those reveals and stuff. 
Um, you know, the gameplay doesn't look like it's super gun oriented, although obviously there is some shooting and stuff like that. But I, I just I found myself really interested in all of the scenes where there's talking and, you know, there's the lady Montesquieu or what's her name again? I totally butchered that. I don't even that. know how to pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but you giant see, vampire lady. Yes. Giant vampire lady. But, you know, anytime like she's talking on the screen to your character, I, I'm like legit like paying attention like, whoa, what's going on right now? And that's just a trailer. So that's a pretty good job of them to suck you in over like a three minute trailer. Ha! No pun. Vampires. <laughs> uh, but inadvertent puns are the best, man. <laughs> There, yes uh, top five yeah. top five puns josh where does it rank in the list <laughs> yeah i i think this one is going to be a lot of fun i have been on record many times talking about how i don't like games that are not very colorful or games that are a little bit darker in content but this is an example where i totally get sucked in because it looks like the story will be that engrossing that i'll get over some of those other hang-ups so this one truly does look good. I, I can't wait to play it. And it comes out in May. It's it's right May. around the corner, yeah. which is really nice. Like this is a legit, very good looking game that should. Oh, I jinxed it, didn't I? <laughs> Fingers crossed. Josh. I just Fingers crossed. May. It. Darn it, Paul. Just edit that out so <laughs> yeah. it'll it'll cancel the curse. It'll just be a beep. Yeah, it'll just be. A, <laughs> I, I've been this, playing. I know how to do it. I've been playing not for broadcast. We interrupt this podcast to let you know that we have edited out this portion so that we do not jinx the release of Resident Evil Village. Oops, we just did it again. <laughs> Resident Evil Village will come out in beep. <laughs> That's just all they're going to hear. All right. So there was some other news that came out this week, and I actually did not even know anything about this project. But Amazon has been working on a Lord of the Rings MMO since 2019. But Josh, I got some bad news. It's already been canceled and it never came out. Amazon has canceled more games than they have released. Yeah. Uh, wait, has Amazon released any games? Oh, yeah. Crucible. Oh, and that Crucible. was it. And they, that <laughs> one's go. gone into oblivion. <laughs> oh, man. Now, I was a little sad to hear about this because Lord of the Rings... Good. Yes. MMOs. Good. I love MMOs. Yeah. Amazon's also coming out with a Lord of the Rings series. So pairing that like with an MMO, to me, this all made a lot of sense. And it was going to be a free MMO. So I'm sure they would charge for cosmetics or whatever. But we both played Lord of the Rings online. I don't think I played it as long as you did. But I got a good 20, 30 hours of fun before it kind of grew old for me. But I love the Lord of the Rings world. I would love nothing more than to be able to play in it. But this one's not going to come out. No, I, I'll be honest. I didn't even know they were developing this. So when I saw the news on this, I was like, wait, Amazon had a Lord of the Rings <laughs> MMO that they were developing? And then I went, oh, no, exactly Amazon was developing something. <laughs> um, yeah, I had it's no wild. idea this existed. It doesn't surprise me. That's I was actually doing a little bit of digging. That studio... It just sounds like a hot mess, man. There is, I guess, people that have been in the business for a long time that are just like, there's a reason that all these games are getting canceled. There's a reason that they can't seem to make a good game. Apparently, the leadership there is terrible. They have no direction. They have no focus. I, I'm not a game developer. I've never worked for one, so I don't know what that environment is like. But it sounds to me, from what I'm reading, that Amazon just cannot get their act together, which really makes me sad because they have all the money in the world. It seems to me like if they really wanted to, they could make something amazing. 
But I just don't know that that's ever going to happen. Well, and we know from time that it's not just money that makes a good game. It's passion. It's the right people. We've seen really small indie games blow us out of the water just because it's high budget doesn't mean much. But you're definitely right that Amazon just has unlimited funds because as a side trivia fact, do you know how much money they have already spent on producing one season of their Lord of the Rings show? Ooh, I actually know this. $465 million. $465 million. That's one half a season. billion dollars, one Josh. Se- which is what, eight episodes? Uh, like, is a season I don't know if they've said how 10? many. I'm, it, it can't be any more than, like, 13. Because, like, Showtime shows sometimes go 13. It's not going to be any more than that. That's... I. I mean, it better be incredible. It, you know, with that kind of budget, it better rank up there with the actual, like, original Lord of the Rings trilogy that, you know, that <laughs> Peter Jackson Peter did, Jackson. right? Okay, I was yeah, going to yeah, say. Yeah. Um, if it does, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I don't know, man. We'll see. I'll definitely watch it, but half a billion dollars. I'm pretty sure Game of Thrones had a budget of something like 85 to 100 million a season, I just can't imagine a show costing five times as much. It's it because better be pretty good. They actually have a real life dragon. They've they brought them back. Uh, they've they genetically them. engineered them. They've trained them, and there's a real life dragon in the Amazon okay. Lord of the Rings series now. I, I fact checked you, and uh, the internet says that is correct. Yes, his name so, is Greg. Yes, <laughs> Greg confirms. <laughs> All right, and then uh, another story here. We might be getting. A new Super Monkey Ball game. Oh, man. I got excited about this one when I saw the news on this. Now, this is not super confirmed. The the story behind this is is that the Australian rating board, I guess, posted an upcoming rating review or something along those lines where they had announced this Super Monkey Ball. Is it Banana Ball? Blitz? What's the... Banana Mania. Banana Mania. So the so, listing was for Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, which sounds like the, like Sega might be reviving the Monkey Ball series. Yeah. And, and it's about time. It was promptly taken down, which is thus leading people to think if Sega reached out to them and said, hey, take this down, there might be some truth to this. I would absolutely love an online Super Monkey Ball game that you could play with friends you know, over the internet competitively. That game was so, those games were great, man. The, the controls on it, the, the competition on it, they were just really well done, just fun games. I wasn't a hundred percent on whether or not you had actually played it. So did you actually do a lot of the multiplayer Super Monkey Ball stuff? I did it like couch co-op type stuff like back in the day. Um, uh-huh. I'll be honest, I don't even, I want to say it was like Nintendo 64. I don't remember I the platform. Think GameCube Might have been was GameCube. the first one. Yeah, and I loved the single player. The single player was great. That was basically like a labyrinth, but in a video game, and you would control your monkey, try to get it you know, through the maze into the hole. That was fine. But it was the multiplayer modes that were so incredibly fun. So one of my favorite memories growing up was playing Monkey Target, where your monkey would go down a massive ramp, fly into the air, and then it was basically like controlling an airplane, and you would have to fly around and grab bonuses out of the air, and then there was like a giant dartboard laying in the ocean, 
and you would have to close your monkey's ball. They would still have some perpetual motion. I remember And you'd that. have to try to angle and land you it. You were bringing back memories points. from the recesses of my brain because I remember yeah. the big floating target out in the water as soon as you oh, started yeah. talking about that and trying to land. And it was so hard to land because your guy would roll if you didn't do it properly. Oh, yeah. Now, I was like a master at monkey target because I would just pull straight back so basically, it was like your engine would stall, and the game would start beeping, and it would say falling down or something like that. But you could kind of aim it right and then start to stall, and you would just land really gently on the targets. And my wife hated playing monkey flight, monkey target with me because I was so good at that. But then my wife would win every game of monkey fight, which was just monkeys with boxing gloves, and you would try to <laughs> knock each other out of the ring. And she would win every game of that. I would win every game of Monkey Target. It, it just, we never had any good competition. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd love to see this series come back. It makes a lot of sense. I, again, this is not confirmed. It was, you know, there's people that think, hey, Sega told them to, to remove it because it's not being developed and they didn't want people to get excited. But then where did the Australian Commission come up with the name? Like, if it's not being <laughs> developed at all, I find it hard to imagine that they just invented this name as well. It's just one rogue employee who really wants it to come back right, and yeah. thinks if he posts it, <laughs> hey, people are going to talk about it on their podcast. Maybe it'll make it happen. That's right. Yeah. So, yes, unconfirmed rumors. I really hope that this comes out as confirmed soon. I would love to play more Monkey Target. I don't know why it's been so long since we got our last one. So I, I really do want to see them bring it back. All right. Well, thanks for joining us here for This Week in Gaming. If you would like to help support the show, that way we can keep releasing two episodes every week. You know, you don't hear any ads on our show. And, and if you want to help support it, so that way we can keep doing what we do, you can head on over to MultiplayerSquad.com, where you can become a Patreon supporter, which starts off as low as $5 a month, gets you a ton of cool perks, like being able to join our exclusive Discord server, where you can come chat and game with other people who love the show, along with me and Josh and Todd. And so we'd love to have you there. And then you can also find us on social media at Multiplayer Pod. If you have any suggestions for future shows or any comments, we'd love to hear them. So come hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, you know, whatever you might be using. And then we will be back with our next episode on Monday, which will be for a little game called can't remember the name it, it takes, takes two. two but don't we have a bonus two. round coming up first or do okay. wait i don't know coming who up, knows what's going on with this show coming up on monday you're gonna be getting a bonus round episode well we don't know what it is we don't know what it'll be Surprise! Yet. but we will be back with that on monday see you yes. guys see you guys Hey, Paul, let me tell you about this new build that I, I'm thinking about. All right. Okay. So it's going to be okay. full crowd control, just all, right. all time bubble warp type stuff. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can do zero DPS. <laughs> just get out of my way, Josh. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll smash them into oblivion. <laughs> <laughs>